Welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name is Dan. And I'm Kay. And we're delighted to be back with a brand new show. Now Kay, I went in the bank the other day. Can you believe it? You didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, okay. We shall continue as if... <laughs> as if I'm not being stupid. Yes, I went in the bank the other day. Did you, Dan? I did. I mean, how rare is it we get to go in the bank now? Very which was rare. Nice. I went up to the counter and I said, could I check my balance? And the guy behind the counter says, yes, yeah, stick your fingers on your nose and stand on one leg. <laughs> I kind of knew you were going to say that, but it still made me laugh. What do you think is the best thing about Switzerland? Well, I would, I would, I would have said Toblerone previously, but I can't eat it these days. Well, I think the flag's a big plus. Oh, there's a cross on the flag. You see, I had to think about that one. Went to the doctors the other day. I said, it hurts when I do this. He said, well, don't do it then. Don't do it, yeah. <laughs> you see, it's not, I'm not even going to laugh at that one. It's funny the first time. It's funny the first time. And I think as well, it's all in the delivery. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, it's humour. Humour. It's jokes. Now, humour is a very, very interesting subject because what makes you laugh mm. might not be what makes me laugh. No. And also, humour is a... It's a strangely sort of hot topic, isn't mm. it? Because mm. you hear a lot of comedians saying right now that it's becoming impossible to be a comedian. Yeah. Because... You can't make jokes anymore because you're always going to offend somebody. Yeah, yeah. Now, what's interesting is, I just made three jokes. Yeah. And you could argue that some of them weren't that funny. Yeah. But none of them offended anybody. No. So, it's going to be an interesting show, this. We're going to talk about what makes us laugh. We might share some funny stories about things that I've done over the years, because there's been a few. Uh, and we also will try and get to the bottom of... This whole sort of argument, is it impossible to be funny in, you know, the world that we live in today? Mm. And also, why has it become harder to be funny? I've got one or two theories which I've been thinking about, actually, and mm. it'll be interesting mm. to see what you think. Okay. So, to do this, we need to get out on get our out. walk so that's not going to be funny at all, because it's absolutely freezing. freezing. It's March, and it's like... Freezing. It was minus six this morning, I believe. Yeah. And they keep threatening snow. We've not had it yet. I know they have, I think, in Scotland. They've also had snow in Somerset. Really? Yeah, I can show you pictures of my mum's garden. That's insane. That uh, my my, <clears throat> my dad, Steve, uh, sent a text through this morning. Um, and it kidding? said, welcome to the winter wonderland. Wow. And there was like snow all over the garden. Amazing. Yeah, I know. If they you, live, you know, a yeah, long way south. A long way south. So they don't you know. get snow very often. And no. also they live on the coast, which is also rare yeah, for snow. Yeah, they do. So that's particularly sort of interesting, actually. Crazy. And we had a few little flakes yesterday, and it, but it was blazing sun at the same time. It was very odd. Well, um, if, I think in our forecast... I think the snow, there is snow Thursday in it. Thursday night, Friday morning yeah. is what they've said, which is like tomorrow and Friday. Yeah. We'll see anyway. Anyway, let's get out for our Let's get walk. out. So we're off because we're using radio mics. We can't have scarves on. No. Which is. Can't have a cowl or a scarf. Okay. What? What? 
Oh, bird up there looks oh, cool. The blackbird. That'll have warmed you up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> he was looking very cute. Made him fly. He was all fluffed up. Yes. That's clever, that. We need that ability, don't we? Yeah. So we can't fluff up our skin. <laughs> what a strange prospect. What a strange, strange thought. Yeah. And the last time we saw you was in the early throes of COVID, but we didn't realise. Oh, that's right. Yes. How funny is that? So it's two, was it two weeks today? Because it's yes. two weeks today that I had my first symptoms. I started and I was just like aching all over and I had yes. a headache. Yes. Um, yeah, so that was the start of it for me exactly two weeks ago. Yes. And we're sort of coming out the back end of it now, aren't we? Yeah, but it's hard antibiotics work. and yeah. oh, awful. We're still coughing, we're still a bit congested. Yeah. But I think that's all to be expected. Yes, yeah. definitely. But yeah, it's, uh, I think he did well on that last show considering. Yeah, considering I'd got You did say afterwards that you really appreciated actually having something to focus on. And yeah, yeah. Quite often that's the case, isn't it? Yeah. You know, if you've got something to actually think about and focus on, mm. it can take away the brain power, which maybe goes into... Mm -mm. That looks, that's going to be pretty, isn't it, when that fully comes out? Yeah, it's a pink blossom is just coming out and the little leaves are bronze. It looks gorgeous, actually. It's some sort of crab apple, I think. Right. What can you do with crab apples? I don't really know. I think you can. Are they edible? I don't even no. know. Are they not? I d oh, oh, look, I don't I'm, know. I'm not even sure. Crab apple jelly. I think they might be edible, but they'll be really tart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm really not sure. So don't go eating them, people. I remember when I was young, we had lots of apple trees in the garden, and some were eaters and yeah. some weren't. Yeah. And I remember picking up the most gorgeous looking apple I've ever yeah. seen in my life. I went to the outside tap and washed it off. Yeah. And then I ate half of it and then felt sick for the next 24 hours. I bet you did. If it, hours, a, if it was a cooking apple. Yeah, it was tart. Wow. To say the least. Yeah. It does sound, it always sort of makes me smile now when I say we had apple trees in the garden growing up because it just sounds like the sort of perfect rose-tinted it does mr kipling advert yeah <laughs> now which way are we going we'll go this way right. i haven't been this way for a while always an exciting decision yeah and i unfortunately because i was so ill i didn't walk for about a week so my continuous walking for like a year and three months was broken unfortunately by covid but literally as soon as i could walk in a straight line <laughs> I was back out just for little walks. So, you know, and I'm kind of the back clock up. starts again. Yeah, I'm That's kind fine. of back up to my normal level now, yeah. just about. Yeah. Well, you know, just, just a bit slower. You're still doing the continuous walking. It's just that the continuous walking has started a bit more recently yeah, again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. I'm not feeling guilty about no. it because, you know, I couldn't have even got off the bed let alone walked but um yeah you should only feel guilty if you know you now you were like doing one day on one day off one day on three no, days no, off no i'm not i'm back to coming out every there you day go. yeah so it's such a important oh, thing look. these people are doing some home improvements what's in there shower screen 
They're having the bathroom replaced, everybody, that house there. And it's strange because it's a new house. Yeah. How long have they been there, those houses? Longer than you would care to imagine. Oh, right, OK. So look, humour, wit, yes. fun. <laughs> it's such an interesting topic, it certainly is. when it comes to Kay and I, because I think we should compare and contrast our senses of humour. Uh-huh. What is your sense of humour? Um. What makes you laugh? What makes me laugh? Yes. Well, I know what doesn't make me laugh. Yeah, well, let's start with but what I'm, does. I'm not sure how you describe the sort of things that make me laugh. Well, tell us something that's made you laugh. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know what's made me laugh recently. Richard Hammond trying to get on a ski lift. Oh, gosh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I mean, I do like so it So that when... was slapstick? Yeah, and this is the thing, because I would have said that I, I don't enjoy slapstick comedy generally. But sometimes, sometimes something will just tickle me and, you know, it'll make me laugh. Yeah. I think when people are sort of trying to do something and keep failing yeah. in a comical way, yeah. I do find that funny. We know what made you laugh when you were Bryony's age because you've still got your diaries. <laughs> Oh, right. What did I... Yeah, I do remember reading those. Blackadder. Oh, Blackadder. So you... Yes, Blackadder. There's a few times... There's a few times when... In that, where you, you said... I'm sure it was at least twice. You wrote, gotta go, Blackadder's on. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> How funny is that? I was like 16, 17. Yeah. I mean, that's hilarious, isn't Writing it? Writing a diary. Oh, gotta go, Blackadder's on. Because... Back in the day, you know, you had to watch something when it was on. That was it. Otherwise, you missed it. Wasn't there another one there where you said, got to go, Dallas is starting? Oh, yeah, Dallas or MASH. <laughs> I used to watch MASH as well. I loved Everybody did, didn't they? Yeah, I loved MASH. Because there was few, fewer channels. Much fewer channels. Yeah, four channels, really. Four, five at the most. Can't Should remember we cross over the other side? Yeah. yeah. Can't um, remember when Channel 5 came in. Later than you realise. Yeah. So... What do you think, though, your sense of humour is? I mean... I mean, I find a lot of things funny. I find things funny that probably... What's the funniest in... film you've ever seen? Oh, gosh. Funniest film I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I mean, if you think, think about films that you like, mm. do you sort of go for funny films? I mean, you do like Father of the Bride, don't you? Yeah, I love Father of the Bride. Yeah, there's some very funny scenes in that. And you laugh at that. I love Steve Martin. Right. I think the thing with me is I do tend to like certain people who are funny. Yeah. So Steve Martin, I love, and I think he's hilarious. Well, that's interesting. Have you seen any of Steve Martin's early films? Yeah, I have seen some. Have you seen The Man With Two Brains? I might have seen some of it, I think. That's with him and Lily Tomlin and half his body gets taken over by a lady. Oh, right. So, oh, yes, I have seen that. Yeah, so when he's walking down, I have seen that. down the street, one side he's yeah, walking, yeah, yeah. like, it's really feminine. Really and then... Yeah, and I love Lily Tomlin as well. I think yeah. she's brilliant. You have to wonder what Bryony would think of the man with two brains. Yeah. I mean, it might be too old, might, might it, for be. her? Yeah. But, um, and then the other really... The, my favourite of all Steve Martin films, I think I would mm. probably say is all... All of me. Yeah, the man with two brains. I'm getting it mixed up. All of me is the one 
where that's with him and Lily Tomlin. Right. The man with two brains. Can we just slow a tiny bit? Thank you. The man with two brains yeah. is Kathleen Turner. Right. And that's, what happens in that? Gosh. I mean, that is a long time ago that I saw that one. So yeah, all I'll of me. I'll tell you another film. Yes. That is hilarious. Yes. The Jack Nicholson one. Oh. That is superb. As good as, it, it, as, as good, good as, as it gets. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious film. And the funny thing about that is the humour is based around OCD. Yeah. So that is a very good point, isn't it? Because yeah. that's probably one of the things we're going to talk about, that some people might be offended by that. That, you know, he's got this condition. And you see, though, I don't think that in that film that he is ridiculing people with OCD. No, it, well, no, it's absolutely not. And I don't think that that film makes people with OCD look bad. Well, I don't believe so either. The thing is, though, and this is where it does get tricky, and this is why humour is so difficult, is what one person perceives as That's, not offensive, yeah. someone else might perceive as being extremely offensive. And yeah. as you've sort of got onto that sort of subject with this topic the, the, the question that I suppose is front foremost in so many comedians minds is I suppose it depends on what type of comedian you are yeah. because as we sort of established at the start there that was three jokes that you can tell yeah. with no offence to anybody they were kind of like dad jokes weren't they as we, <laughs> as we would call them yeah, yeah. but it, it is, it is absolutely all in the delivery and quite often bad jokes delivered fast can be funny because you don't have time to think too much. Yeah. But just sort of thinking about the, the, the modern world, you do have to ask the question if people aren't as thick skinned as they used to be. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Is it much easier now? to offend people and actually yes, sometimes I, I, I feel like sometimes I feel like people want to be offended so that they can I think people go looking for things yeah. that they could you know get on a soapbox and say look at this yeah it's like yeah. having a cause something to fight for yeah yeah it's it's a very difficult subject isn't it it's very a very touchy subject I think especially right now because you know, sometimes I laugh at things knowing full well that someone else would not be laughing at that thing. And then that, you kind of then start analysing yourself, don't you? I don't thinking, think well, you... Should I find that funny? No, no, I, I think that's the wrong... That's another modern-day trait that seems is. to be forced on us. If you because find something funny, you find it funny. Yeah. It doesn't suddenly make you a bad you person. Know, I think historically Unless you're humor, a bad person already, of course. Yeah, I mean, historically, humour, especially stand-up comedians, and that's, I've got to say, it's a genre that I'm not fond of. Stand-up is not my thing. No. But, uh, you know, it's, it'll be those people, I think, in particular, that are saying, it's really difficult to be funny these yeah. days because a lot of their humour is based around people yeah. and characters of people yeah. and that, all, that whole thing that then somebody might say, well, you know, I'm in that position and I don't find that funny. Yeah. And there absolutely and has been, through the course of history, 
There has been. They're still offensive comedians now. Oh, absolutely there is. But there was back in the day, you know, people... Oh, there's always been, yeah. Oh, there's always been offensive comedians, and a lot of them I, did, I don't like and I, I never really liked. Yeah. Back in the sort of 80s. Yeah. Loads of comedians who were just, I think, are just unpleasant. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not necessarily offended by it. I just, no. If I don't like something, I just won't watch it. And that's the, the sort of ultimate way of giving a thumbs up or a thumbs down, yeah. isn't it? You don't need to be... No, un unless I mean, you've got someone who is being, you know, racist or... Yes. Who's, who's, there's limits to everything, isn't there, obviously? There, there is. I mean, there's obviously always going to be times where someone shouldn't be doing what they're doing. But, yeah. you know, when I look at someone like Ricky Gervais, for example... Oh, I don't like him. And he's obviously famously <laughs> been doing these speeches... Yeah in Hollywood, yeah. presenting the Oscars and, and those types of things. And he is blatantly outright offensive. He is, yeah. And he gets away with it because, now I'm not defending, you know, highly paid Hollywood stars, but for example, I can think of one joke that he did and uh, he was introducing the next presenter of an award. Yeah. And he said, I like a drink as much as the next man, unless the next man is Mel Gibson. And out comes Mel Gibson. Oh, gosh. And Mel Gibson has obviously had a bit of a battle yeah. with alcoholism. Yeah. And that's a disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you had made that comment in, in another way about another recognised yeah. medical disease, yeah. It's because it was a famous person, and I, I feel like he gets away with it because of that. Yeah. He's being offensive. He's he's doing that that old-fashioned humour, maybe that we saw sometimes when we were kids, and mm. we were like, "Oh dear, that's a bit close to the bone." Yeah. But what he's doing it is he's focusing it on people who can't really defend themselves, mm. Mm. and I don't believe that that necessarily makes it right. No. no. And it, it is weird that he keeps getting that job because. Yeah, it is strange. I, I mean, I'm uh, not fond of him, I'll be no. honest. I, I don't think he's funny. I, I think this is the thing, it's a very personal choice and there might be people out there listening who say, yeah, I think he's really funny and fine, you know, everyone's different. Yeah, um, oh, we, of course, that's the other thing. We spoke about that at the start, yeah. what I find funny, you don't find no, funny. No, absolutely I don't. And I'll sit there and Dan will be like wetting his pants, Yeah. watching something and I'll be like, this is just not funny. Why is this funny? You know, why is this poor man falling off a ladder funny? You know, because you like watching that kind of thing, don't well, you? Well, my, my favourite television programme for making me laugh was always Trigger Happy TV. Oh, yeah. Which, which would literally make me... I, I, you, you'd make me turn it off because yeah, because it was it was literally dying on the sofa. I'd be struggling to breathe, breathe because, because it was, it was laughing so, funny. so much. And th this is and with. I'd be like, just you've got to turn it off. This is with a comedian called Don Jolly, and he would do things like he would dress up as a Morris dancer. He would go off into a park. Yeah. He'd walk up to people from other countries. You know, who obviously have got no idea about Morris dancing. Yeah. And he would say, Would you like me to do a dance? <laughs> and they would say, Yes. And he would do 
the craziest, most yeah. idiotic, not Morris dancing you've ever seen in your life. But they wouldn't know no. because they don't know what And then Morris they'd be like clapping is. at the oh, end of it. God. It was absolutely you hilarious. See that, you know, there's no, I, you see, how could you be offended by that? It's yeah. just silly, isn't it? Yes, yeah. But I don't think it's offensive in any way. No. Trigger Happy TV always would absolutely make me just laugh my head off. Yeah. And similarly, in a similar vein, uh, you've been framed. Yes, I mean, I used to With enjoy Harry it. Hill. Oh, Harry Hill is hilarious. Harry yeah, Hill is a genius. I, he is a genius. He's a very, very clever man. Yes. And... Well, he's a brain surgeon, he's a, wasn't he? he? Yeah, he, he's a, he was a brain surgeon. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? You're sat in the waiting room. Doctor, oh. And, and in walks Harry Hill. You wouldn't know him with as... His, with his big collar and his bald head. You wouldn't know him as Harry Hill, the comedian. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Be a no. doctor, No. But, yeah, you know, he's... Obviously, a vastly intelligent man. Yeah. And he's, you know, very clever with his comments about people. Yes. It's just so, so funny. One of my favourite programmes, actually, of his was Harry Hill's TV Burp. Yeah. Where, he, you know, he would just look at normal run of the mill TV yes. programmes yeah. and make something completely not yeah. funny into just. Into just really funny. Geniusness. Like a scene from EastEnders yes. or something. Suddenly and you'd be laughing your head off at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, that, that is another example of... I, I don't ever recall him ever saying anything remotely offensive. N no, well, I never found any of it offensive. I'm and not easily offended, though, I will no. say that. My theory about the difficulties with being a comedian today is... And I, I'm sorry to come back to a subject we've spoken about before, but I think what's happened is, in the last 10, 15 years, 20 years, the world's got much smaller because of the fact that we're all much more connected yeah, now yeah. with the internet, with social media and all yeah, of those things. Yeah. And so now, a comedian who in the 1980s could be on British television making jokes to an, a, you know, a, a British audience yeah. suddenly finds themselves... Maybe Talking on the, to the world. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. on TV in Britain, but yeah. because of YouTube and then because of the power of social media, yeah. suddenly a joke that they've made to a British audience has got global reach. That's right. And if you offend someone, we all know how much trouble you're in yeah. if the internet decides... It can decides, absolutely destroy your life. And it, it can it destroy has, life, yeah. It has done that to people, and we've seen that happen to people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. this is the reason why a certain type of comedian has a much, much harder job now. Yeah. Because y you can, like you've just said, have your career ended and your life... But also, what you've just said about different countries is a really valid point. Yeah. Because somebody like who's like us, we're British, we might see the humour in a joke because we're British and we live in this country and yeah. we know the culture whereas, and we understand it, whereas someone from another country... Yeah, might not. Might not. And equally, we might look at a joke yeah. from someone from another country and, and not get either it. not get it at all yeah. or find it offensive. Some, sometimes when you don't get a joke, you might see it in an offensive way. Yeah. But it's just because you don't get it. Yeah. And so... That, I think, is probably the, the root cause of this issue. Now, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing at all. I don't think it's a bad thing that we're all more connected and that the world is more connected. You know, but by and large, I don't think it's a bad thing. But I think it's a shame 
that we and this is probably just the, the nature of things because it's probably always been the case as yeah. communities grow you know let's go back thousands of years our community and the people who we would have known would have been very small wouldn't yeah, it yeah, yeah. i mean in ayla's time for example yeah. kind of the cave bear 20 people in the clan i think something like that so you, oh, it's my walking friend good morning <laughs> so you're dealing with an audience of 20 yeah and then as that audience then grows as the clans start to join up yeah. there's more chance that you're going to offend someone yeah and you have to think a little bit more about what you're doing. And similarly then, as communities join up and get bigger and bigger and yeah, countries, yeah. you know, get more joined up because of, you know, the way that technology works now, it's just a similar process, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. But coming back to those first jokes, coming back to the comedians that we've spoken about, it is actually possible, it's perfectly possible to be funny in the modern world, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. It is perfectly possible. I mean, who are some very sort of young, modern people that oh, are, are funny? <laughs> I know, I was just trying to think, and I, well, I must admit, I'm struggling to think. I mean, I suppose the, the, the funny people who jump out to you straight off, I, I would think of people like Kevin Hart, but he's not that young anymore. No. Kevin Hart he was in really funny. Jumanji, wasn't he? Yeah, I know exactly who he is. Lots of other films. Very I know he's, funny in Jumanji. He's just done a die-hard funny film thing, and it's called Die Hart. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So I saw that I pop up somewhere. Yeah, I don't quite know what that is. or but it I mean, probably... that, that's the other thing with films, isn't it? You don't really... I can't recall seeing many comedies of more recent times uh, films tend to be like all oh, realistic and true to life and quite dark and very sad and well i suppose spirited was a comedy well spirited was a high point yeah the, but the, you know we've just not been to the cinema have we to see anything really for such a long time but though uh, I don't think that means we've missed stuff necessarily. No, I don't, no. Yeah. My, my point is, I just don't think there's really Cause, stuff you know, out there. Because, stuff is coming out on streaming platforms, isn't it? Yeah, and that's true, that's true. I can't think of anything, you know, like you, I can't think of anything absolutely sort of classic other than, other than spirited. But yeah. just thinking, though, about humour and how humour... Because, you know, I think it's a valid question as to what... What is humour? Where does your humour come from? Yeah. And for me, it's a very interesting process because I think you you would probably say that I'm quite a funny person, would you? Yeah. That's really nice. You're very light-hearted. Well, that's yeah. really cool that you say that after 20 years. Because <laughs> <laughs> after 20 years, sometimes things can get a little bit old. And that's not to say that some of my humour hasn't got old, but I still make you laugh. You do. So that's really good. But the question is, how did I become funny? Yeah, what makes someone funny? Why did I become funny? Well, I know how and why I became funny. And it was when I was at school. Right. I remember I was getting an awful lot of abuse. People were taking yeah. the mick. Yeah. And they were taking the mick because of my hair colour. Yeah. They were taking the mick because of my height. Yeah. They were taking the mick 
because I sort of generally stood out yeah. and was a little bit different. Yeah. And I remember being sort of told by my parents all sorts of different tricks. You know, I remember my dad saying to me, oh, you know, it's just rubbish things like, oh, you know, when someone's having a go at you, just imagine them sat on the loo or, you know, it was all these things that, that, that just were totally inappropriate. And it was my mum who actually said, why don't you try and make them laugh? Yeah. Because my mum has always been a real joker. Oh, really, really, yeah. And she said, she said if they're laughing, they won't have time to take the mick. True, yeah. So I started to do things to try and make people laugh yeah. when I was at school. So I came up with this really effective comedy trip, which I could still do now. Right. Where it, it looks like I've just tripped over. Oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah. So I would be, we, we might be on the way into assembly and the whole school might be around. Yeah. And I would do a comedy trip. Right. And teachers would think I'd genuinely tripped. Yeah. But my friendship group would know that... You were just... I, I hadn't tripped yeah, at all yeah, and yeah. I'd done it deliberately. Yeah. So suddenly I became cool because I was being... Um, it, it was like being rebellious. Yeah. And, and no one else knew apart from the people who needed to know. Yeah. But then also, I it sort of developed, I mean, I, yeah, you hate it when I do this, but another thing I used to do to make people laugh is I used to move each of my eyes independently. Oh, God, don't even. <laughs> it's dreadful. It can't be good for your eyes. I won't let them <laughs> do it anymore. <laughs> but then the, the other thing that I would do is I would become as quick-witted as I possibly could be. Yeah. And so I found myself, you know, when you start doing that at school, and it worked, it worked. That was the thing. Yeah. It worked. Suddenly everyone stopped taking, people stopped laughing at me and yeah. started laughing with, with me. You. So that felt really good from my point of view. Yeah. And because I'd done it at school, I started doing it at home. Yeah. So I remember my dad, Steve, he would sometimes be a bit like probably lots of dads can be. And I used to feel like sometimes he treated me a bit like his like servant. Yeah. <laughs> so he would get in from work and he would ask me to go fix him a drink. Yeah. And you know, I get that, that that's... And he's a, he's a beer man and a cider man, is Steve. Yeah, and that, that, that's, that's the nice thing to do. It is the right thing to do. Yeah. He does come in after a hard day at work you know, I've, I've just been at school, I've just been messing around on my computer or whatever, and or out playing with my yeah, friends, yeah. and you know, so fair dues. But this one particular time we had guests, and he came in, and in, there was quite a few guests there actually, I can't remember who they were, friends of my mum's, I'm not sure, but he came in and he had an audience, so he was being a bit more sort of... Yeah, he is a bit like that. He was playing up to the audience. So he said to me, can I have the usual, please, Dan? <laughs> so I thought, right, OK. And as Kay said, he's a real butch fella. Yeah. Drinks his beer, drinks his cider, and that's it. So I went off into the kitchen and I prepared him the campest-looking <laughs> cocktail <laughs> with an umbrella, an olive, uh, a salted rim, absolutely everything. And he had said to me, can I have the usual, please? <laughs> and I walked back in, dead straight face, put it down next to him, walked out the room. <laughs> he never, ever 
Asked you again. Asked me for the usual again. <laughs> and also as well, there was another time I again. I wish I'd seen that. <laughs> there was another time again. It was one Christmas and we're having a big Christmas do. There was lots of people around. My mum walked in with her Christmas cake. Yeah. And she put it down on the table. Everyone was like, whoa, and everyone's clapping. And she turns to me and says, oh, I need something to cut it with. Would you, you know, go and get me something to cut it with? So I walked out of the dining room, into the kitchen, out of the kitchen, into the garage, picked up the chainsaw, <laughs> walked back through the kitchen, into the dining room, and walked in with a dead straight face. And obviously everyone's laughing their head off. So because of what I'd done when I was a kid, yeah. trying to distract them from taking the mick, I make them laugh with me, and that yeah, then comes yeah. across into home life. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, in one... I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing, is it? No, I think it's really, really important. And this is something I struggle with, but you don't really, is yeah. that I think if you can see humour yeah. in situations, yeah. or if you can be able to, you know... It lightens. It, it lightens things. Yeah. And it can make a really difficult situation just that little bit easier. It breaks you the can, ice too, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it breaks the ice. If you can laugh in the middle of like a situation yeah. that's really either um, sad or, yeah. you know, yeah. you might be feeling unwell or whatever. Yeah. I think it just, that act of laughing, yeah. that physical act of laughing does something in your brain. Yeah. And I think this is a proven thing. And it can really turn a situation around as well yeah. if you can see humour yeah. in situations. And it is something I struggle with, but yeah. you, you know, you don't, and quite often, you know, Dan will be cracking the funnies and I'll just be like, whatever, you know, and refusing, <coughs> absolutely refusing to laugh, even yeah. though inside yeah. I'm like, oh God, he's so stupid. I just want to laugh at him, but I'm so also mad at him because... Well, it, those are the best times because those yeah, happen quite often. I'll yeah. do something and you'll be laughing yeah. and I can see in your face you're but laughing. I don't want to laugh. But you're yeah, also desperately yeah. trying to stop yourself laughing, Yeah. which is really quite yeah. funny. I mean, can you remember anything specific? Because I've, I've really done some stupid things with Kay over the years. Yeah. Can you, can you remember well, anything? Brian laugh ahead at? At the other night when you told her, you told her something about us, I think, and she was just laughing her head off. Well, look, 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 ladies and gentlemen, I don't want anyone to be offended by this because, you know, I did this nearly 20 years ago. It's not, I mean, it's not, I don't believe it's offensive at all, but we were at Urquhart Castle in Scotland yeah. And we were very early on in our yes. relationship. Yes. Oh, God. And we were yes. walking around Urquhart Castle and we walked up to. It's not going to sound that funny now in this context. It probably isn't going to sound that funny, but, but it was. We walked up to a sign and, you know, the, the, the sign had information on about Urquhart Castle. And, you know, any normal person would walk up to it and read the sign. Yeah. But as I'm walking up to it, I happened to notice that the sign was also written in Braille. So I shut my eyes, walked up to it, and started feeling the yeah, braille. And yeah. Kay was like, oh my goodness, can you read braille? I went, no. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, please don't take offence by that, because it was, you know, at the time, it was just a funny thing. You know, well, he was... The, the, the other thing that 
I think Bryony found quite funny, and I still laugh about it to this day, is even earlier on in our relationship, yeah. one morning prior to going to work, Kay was doing her teeth in the bathroom, and I thought it'd be funny to sneak up behind her and pull down her pyjamas. He did, just totally pull down her pyjamas. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? And you just started like laughing your head off, and I'm stood there like half naked in the what? bathroom. What? Yeah, that was absolutely Why? hilarious. But I wasn't Why? offended by it. You no, know? No. I wasn't remotely offended by it. The funny thing is, though, you know, I do look back on it now, and I do think, yeah, I mean, what, you what do was think, I, what was I thinking was so I thinking? early on in the relationship? It could have been the end of it, couldn't it? But equally, though, you didn't know how I was going to react. Equally, though, I look back on it and I still laugh my head off about it. Yeah. When I was a, a, a working musician, you know, going out and about yeah. playing, there was a running joke which used to be done, and I used to do this all the time. And again, I thought about it this morning, and it, it still makes me laugh even now, but. I don't know quite why I found it so funny, but everyone found it hilarious. Where you'd be in a situation, you'd be in a room, and, and someone would walk into the room, and you um, would immediately stop saying what you were saying and go, shh, he's here. Yeah, yeah, you do that all the time. I haven't really done that in years. Oh, right, okay, it feels like you do it all the time. No. Well, again, it was just something that people just used to do. Yeah. And the funny thing is, Back then, everyone knew it was a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a feeling that if I did it now... People might think you were serious. I think people would think I was serious. And it does make you think. I, I think that the world takes itself much more seriously now than it used to I do. I agree. And I think that's a very sad thing. I agree. And I think p potentially, perhaps the news yeah, is to blame. But, yeah, I mean... Admittedly, there has been a lot of serious subjects the last few years. But let's World be honest, events. Kate. I'm sorry, but let's be honest. But there always has been and there always will be. Yes. Let's take... I remember my mum learnt her sense of humour from my granddad. Yeah. And my granddad obviously lived through World War II. Yeah, yeah. And he said that that was... I remember him telling me when I was a kid that was a time full of humour. Yeah. And it was full of humour because that's what people needed. Yeah. Because yeah. everything was awful. Yeah. You were being bombed. There was awful, just awful things going on all over the world. Yeah. Much worse than anything we've seen in our lifetimes. Absolutely. And they were being funny. Yeah. And you can see why. Absolutely. Because we've can. said, haven't we, how a smile can lighten the mood. Yes. Sm you know, you smile and yeah. just walking down the street. Just walk down the street and smile at someone. You know, I, we, we just, you probably heard a little bit ago, we walked past my walking friend, you yeah. know, and he doesn't speak English very well. And, you know, we've been seeing each other for years walking. And every single time we see each other, we smile and yeah. we wave and we do a thumbs up. Do you know what? It just lifts me every single time I see him. Yeah. And I like to think that, you know, maybe it's the other way as well. He always looks really pleased to see me. Yeah. You know, just gives me the loveliest smile and the loveliest wave. And just doing something like that. Yeah. You know, you never know what's going on in someone's life. No. And it can just turn a day around for someone. It can. You know, just thinking about you know, my... my my grandpa 
I never knew him when he was in sort of top form because by the time I came along, he was really quite old yeah. and he'd virtually lost all of his sight and he was quite deaf. He was still really funny though and he would still do really funny things. Yeah. But he he passed all that. He must have passed all that on to my mum. Yeah, definitely. Because growing up, the crazy things she used to do was just hilarious. I remember once, and again, you know, some people... This, perhaps, is... is the, the, in one story, you can see why I do some of the things that I do. Yeah. In our house, we had some lights that were a bit sort of live. Right. So when you went to touch them, oh sometimes gosh. you might get a bit of a kick. Wow. And they'd just been badly installed, clearly. Yeah, yeah. And one of the bulbs had gone, and my mum was changing one of the bulbs, and it made a bit of a pop, right. and made a bit of a noise. And me and my brothers were all sat in the living room, and she's out through a closed door, yeah. and she's done that. There's been a bit of a noise, so she thinks, I know what I'll do, I'll scream. Oh no! And then I'll climb down the ladder, oh, and I'll lay no. on the floor with my eyes closed. Oh my god! And that's what she did. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. I can absolutely see her doing that, though. And we laughed our absolute socks off. Like you did, yeah. Because initially you were like, "Oh my goodness, oh mum, are you okay? Okay." And then she just started laughing. Yeah, and then she just starts laughing. And then there was another time when I'd gone to visit my mum, it was when she first moved to Somerset, I went to visit my mum and I'd got a camera, I think I must have got it as a present or something or other, or I don't know, or maybe it was her camera, yeah. I think it was her camera, and she said, oh, take a picture, and you know, you go stand over there and I'll walk past and you know, we'll try and make it look really sort of natural. Yeah. So I go and I stand there and like she, you know, walked so I couldn't see her. And when she comes back, she's taking a jacket off and a top off. Oh my gosh. So she's walking along in a bra. Oh gosh. <laughs> she is bonkers. And then the, I mean, <laughs> I didn't really find this very funny at all at the time, but afterwards I certainly did. Yeah. I had a party at my house, which she gave me permission for. And at one point during the party, the telephone rang and I picked up the phone and the person said, hello, this is PC Juliet Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> and Juliet Bravo was a TV programme yeah, that was on yeah, at the time about yeah, a policeman. Yeah. And because, Police you know, there's, woman, like, there's yeah. like noise, there's things going on. Yeah. I, I just didn't hear the name. Right. All I heard was... PC. PC and noise. Oh, and gosh. all of this business and I'm like oh my goodness oh my goodness so I'm like backpedaling like crazy and I'm like shh shh telling everyone to like quieten down what was hilarious was we had no neighbours and like there was no neighbours for like a mile yeah. so there was just no way that there ever could have been any no, sort of noise pollution no. but th that's the reason my grandpa passed on his sense of humour to my mum yeah. and my mum passed it on to us. Yeah, to you. I would definitely say that, yeah. Well, my, I think my brother Dom, my eldest brother Dom, is really funny. Yes, I would agree with you. He can do stuff which is just hilarious. And again, it's all in his delivery. Yeah, he's got a light character and yeah, I can see that. I think I'm more obvious with it. Yeah. He's probably a little more subtle, which yeah, in the long run can sometimes make him a little bit more funny. Yeah. I think the summary this conversation is my goodness humor is so important yeah 
and it's slightly worrying that the world definitely does take itself a little bit too serious right now. Yeah. And, you know, as we've discussed, I think it, it does come from subjects we've spoken about very recently, which is the 24-hour news cycle constantly yeah. hammering us that everything is just truly awful. Yeah. And, you know, if everyone could just maybe try not to take offence so quickly yeah. and try and... It's all about looking at things in a sort of positive way, isn't it? Because I think if you look at things in a positive yeah. way, it's easier to see the humour in it. Yeah, definitely. If you sort of approach it with a more negative outset, you can see bad in anything. Absolutely, you could, yeah. And, you know, when it's all said and done, you are also really funny. Well, you I are. don't think I'm funny, but Bryony quite often says that I am funny. And I've said to you many times that you've made me laugh. I mean, you, you make me laugh sort of out loud at least once a month. Yeah, it's funny when you were saying about how you grew up, I was just thinking um, that I don't think my household was particularly amusing to grow up in, as you can no. imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It does all come back to upbringing, definitely. Yeah. I really do think it's the things that happen to you when you're young. Because I'm quick-witted, because people took the mickey out of me at school. Yeah. And crucially, my mum said to me, why don't you try being funny? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I love about that situation? And as parents now, I can totally understand why people take this approach and not the approach my mum and dad took. And that was, I'm at school, people are abusing me, mm. and it's bad. Mm -hmm. They did not come marching into school. No, no, they didn't. And demand that no. something was done about it. No. They empowered me to do something about it. Yeah. And by empowering me, that first of all stopped me worrying, because I've never worried since that day about what anyone thinks about me anymore. Yeah. And that all stems from that. And also gave me a bit of my character, which if you spoke to, I reckon, if you, what percentage of women do you think would say in a relationship, you know, in a partner, mm. Humour is important. Gosh, I don't know. I would hope that most would, but I, I don't know these days. I think that 20 years ago, yeah. I think that most... I think... I don't know about men. I don't know. But I think that... You, you, certainly, the perception I've always got is that by making you laugh, mm -hmm. I think that that was part of my charm. Absolutely. It still well, that, is. Well, that... That's, and I mean specifically to you, my child. I know, I know. Yes. I understand what you're saying to me. Yes. Yeah. So humour, you know, it, it can get you wonderful partners. Wow, that's very kind. Well, it's true, isn't it? It's true. Just by having that sort of lighter, mm. more mm. positive approach to life. And I think it's because a lesson you can Because let's face it, when we first start going out with someone, you know, if you sat there not smiling, not saying anything even remotely interesting or amusing, you're not likely going to go out with them again, are you? As soon you know, as you, you say something. You want to have something. a bit of fun. That's it. And it's about having a bit of fun. As soon as you and say something. you can't something. have a bit of fun without having a laugh, can that's you? That's right. You make someone laugh, immediately everyone just relaxes yeah. a bit. And I think that's that's another thing that, you know, I, I don't think the world doesn't seem to have much fun these days. No. And again, we're not we're not dissing, you know, world events and things that are going on. But as we've said, you know, world events Let's have always on gone this. on. Yeah. World events and bad things have always gone on since the beginning of time. Yes. So, yeah. 
you've just got to try and not look at the news quite so much. Which and picks up on our last episode. Absolutely, yes. yeah. Absolutely. And on that happy note, folks, with a spring in our step and a smile on our face. Yes, absolutely. We will say cheerio. Have some fun today. Have yes. a laugh. Have yeah. a bit of a laugh with someone. Look up a joke or two and yeah. tell it to someone and see what happens. See what happens. And don't give up if it doesn't quite work out because it is all in the delivery and it's yeah. a skill. It is. It takes is. time. Yeah. But it's better to do something fun and positive yeah. and it fail than to not bother at all. Yes. Because then at least you've tried to spread joy and happiness yes. to those around you. Absolutely. But perhaps don't fake death after touching a light. I wouldn't do but... that. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest you do that at all. <laughs> Nana Wendy's insane. She is insane. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, folks. Thanks, we'll see you everybody. next time. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.